0: Culture,
1: everyone. Pop my culture, pop my culture, pop my culture, everyone. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Pop My Culture podcast. I'm Cole Stratton.
0: And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey, V. Hey, C. How you doing? Uh, Good. How are you? I'm I'm doing well, actually. Not good. I've been saying good too much, and it's sloppy.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm doing well. I'm glad that you're stepping up your how are you doing game. (laughs) Thank you so much. A lot of people have been talking about it.
0: I know. I read the comments.
1: Right. <laughs> comments are the worst they're the worst
0: unless Let they're you, nice and then they're the then
1: best, they're the best. <laughs> hey guys welcome to the show we're glad you're here yes uh we have a great guest today uh this is a guy I actually i've known for quite a few years and Wonderful. just never been able to like schedule him but he's not shooting at the moment so uh josh mcdermott who plays uh dr eugene porter on uh the walking dead
0: with that hair the women died boy. that's right
1: he's on the show so we'll be getting to that in just a couple of minutes a tiny bit of housekeeping per usual before we get there uh if you like the show leave us a review on iTunes it just
0: iTunes <laughs> you go you do your thing you look us up you click the fifth star and then you say I really appreciate Cole and Vanessa and they're good people
1: <laughs> well we don't want to say, I do and if your I job. wrote
0: anything negative I couldn't sleep with myself at night there you go <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, it helps us to get featured and stuff like that too. Uh, you can also email us
0: info at pop, dot
1: We read them all. We'll write you back. Uh, guest suggestions welcome as well as anything you want to say, any idle banter. Yep. And we're, uh, we're compiling in a few nice comments here and there and things that people have asked us that we're going to pop into a Talk mail about. segment at some point soon.
0: Well, yes. Yeah, so um, ask away. Ask the, the dark stuff, the personal stuff. That's right.
1: Go for it. You guys, <laughs> we're giving you permission uh, we are primarily listener-supported. So
0: support us. Go to our website. Who is that? She's new. I don't, I don't know if I like <laughs> I'm her. I'm sorry. I'll put her away. popmyculturepodcast.com uh, <laughs> and then you can click the little donate button that's there and every little bit helps with our hosting fees and all the other things we yep. have to pay.
1: We very much appreciate it. Yes, we do. Um, we, uh, we've got some fun shows planned coming up as well. We have some good oh, guests yeah. coming in. Um, we may or may not be in San Diego at Comic-Con. That remains to be seen. We'll insane. see and We're you'll see so.
0: too. Um, <laughs>
1: and uh, yeah, I think that's that's about it. I think so too. Should we do this? No. Okay. Sorry, guys. It's a short episode. We're <laughs> right back with Josh McDermott. Uh, our guest today. Well, I've uh, known this guy for quite a while. I'm glad he's here. He plays uh, Dr. Eugene Porter on The Walking Dead. He's also retired and 35. He's a stand-up comedian as well. Josh McDermott is. Here. Heyo. Oh, I like the harmony. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. uh, sure, we could three-part it. I, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I didn't. Heyo. Wow. Oh my gosh! That was really good. Like great podcast, everybody. Oh, that was, it was really good. Great
0: work. It was. Nice yeah, to meet it
1: you. felt like
2: uh, I, uh, we've all been in a class together. Mm-hmm. You know, like working mm-hmm. on that. But really, yeah, that
0: just happened.
1: It just. Our listeners happened.
0: are never going to believe it.
1: A lot of people actually don't know we were in a barbershop quartet for years. The mm-hmm. bass isn't here right now. He no. He I don't a want to talk about away. <laughs> you know, it. It um, was unfortunate. Yeah, it was the uh, the bass
2: singer from Boys to Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he left and he came over to us and then he passed away. Yeah. Really, a lot of people don't know. Actually that. didn't yeah. one of the in in reality didn't one of the Boys to Men singers
1: die I or think, might? Did they? Maybe. Why did the one guy have a cane? Was was there something because wrong cool? or was that like a cool thing? I think he had some sort of issue I with his leg. I think it was
0: just cool.
1: Like he's like, my topics, it, it could be awful. like, oh, I got this issue, but might but as well be cool with it. It's probably that. But why stop there? Get like seven canes. Like be the guy with a lot of canes. That's so common. <laughs> Have that be your thing. Maybe but if you're going
0: one cane. Go the whole go cane. Yeah. Oh no, that's like, a bad lean idea. Into it. Yeah.
1: Just go for it. Is oh, what's really the what news? Did you chronic
0: back problems? Oh,
1: carry had to leave the group. Oh, and he?
0: he was the one with the cane. Um, and yeah, and did he's any boys die?
1: Chronic back problems. Is it because he was carrying the group all the time? <laughs>
0: yeah. Ooh, that was the, at good. That's no, 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 not pretty, uh, not pretty. We're not on the same page, <laughs> yeah. folks.
1: That's oh, one of the reasons to we broke up. These pages well, without to the base foundation to kick it off, like where are we going to go? You
0: know?
2: Well, I know. Well, that's the,
1: you need that as the foundation, and that's why really we stopped
0: touring. Yeah, right. And started. Eating our feelings. I'm right. speaking for myself.
2: <laughs> but no, I mean that, that's just what it is because we were we started in Philadelphia, yeah. like boys to men, right? And uh, Motown Philly, mm-hmm. ABC, and Biddy a Biddy, Biddy. East Coast slang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, and then when you would eat your feel- feelings, it was just like Philly, Philly cheese cheesesteaks, Yeah, I know was it
0: was bad. It
1: was Vanessa. So was Wiz? Did you get Wiz on there?
0: Wiz Khalifa. <laughs>
1: you've obviously never had a Philly cheesesteak. Oh,
0: no, I don't know what that is. What's Whiz?
1: It's cheese whiz, but like it's the like <laughs> artificial cheese, but that's sounds a big like but is. that's a that's a that's a big thing there. It is. Like it's where I got it. If our listeners anybody from Philly can back me up on this. You can get your cheesesteak with Whiz or not and it's like
0: That sounds so It's a big disgusting.
1: thing. It sounds like it
2: sounds more disgusting if you just say than if you just say cheese whiz. Yeah. Yeah, but I believe they just
0: abbreviate
1: it. Do you want whiz? Do you whiz.
0: Want, whiz on want me it? to whiz it? <laughs> don't whiz it. Hold your sandwich over here.
1: Let me whiz on your cheesesteak. Well. Hey, John, it, look that up for me. Put in cheesesteak whiz. Let's see if I'm crazy. I
2: don't think you're crazy. crazy. I, I don't it's think just you're the crazy. Way it rolls
1: <laughs> off the tongue. It's Number one, it's funny that you know that. Like, where did you grow up? <laughs> uh, well, Michigan. I just t- I went to Philly one time. <laughs> he brought away cheesesteak. And There's I brought away so much more to Philadelphia, Cole. I'm one of the Rocky Steps.
0: has poutine, and Philadelphia has whiz. Well, there you go. And that's America. <laughs> USA. In Canada. USA.
2: It, I went to Philadelphia, and I didn't love it <gasps> because I think I didn't get the full cheesesteak experience. Right. Like, I got oh. the historical part of it. That was great. There's and the bell. people are great. But I just didn't I, – I came away going like, eh, eh, cheese cheesesteak. Because mm-hmm.
0: you didn't like the cheesesteak?
2: I don't – I just – maybe I didn't get a good one.
0: You only tried one.
2: I tried two. Now, one of them – in philly's defense was like three or four hours old someone gave it to me They're like here this was sitting in my car but (laughs) but hey this is the best like everyone says oh this is the place to go this is the best but like really i don't don't what are
0: you guys verdicts on chicago's deep dish pizza is that good
1: well the jury's still out on that one uh i like deep dish pizza but we don't realize is like you know, you order a large and it's like $28. And you're like, why is it $28? And then it shows up and it's like a massive lasagna of a pizza. Right. And um, you got to knife and fork it. So, like. And you eat one slice and yeah. that's enough. But, like, we're conditioned to have more than one slice yep.
2: as Americans. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I'll eat three or four and then I'm just like, done.
0: That's why we really hit trouble when we were touring in Chicago. Yeah.
2: Uh, the deep dish pizza for me. I went was, deep. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know that I love deep dish pizza. For the pizzas, like it, like it's it it's like its own thing to
1: me. It's it, I don't really call. it. I don't a really pizza. think. I don't I don't like the knife and fork pizza. Like for me, like knife pizza and is fork? a hand food. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, it's a knife and fork uh, endeavor. You so sound like, like that's why it's weird... really, it feels more to me like a lasagna. Like it really does in a lot of ways. Right. <laughs> I would rather hand a lasagna. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: That's how Garfield does it. Yeah. Right. Just gotta digs gotta in. Mondays. Yeah. What did, what did we figure out what's going on with the cheese whiz?
1: It's around. I mean, yeah. Like, there's recipes for Philly cheesesteaks, and it's like, for the cheese, it's got to be whiz.
2: There it is. I mean, yeah,
1: they're Philly
2: approved. Like, yeah. I've been when you up. asked if it was like, do you want you know, did you get it with whiz or something? It sounded like it was going to be this like big secret thing, but yeah. it just turned out to be cheese whiz.
1: Cheese whiz. Yeah, from a can. But I just thought it was yeah, you know, like the ready yeah. with like <laughs> cheese whiz. Oh, I know, I've sprayed it in my mouth. Yeah, it's, I know what that. that is We've all been there. I just wasn't sure at the time. I didn't know about it when I got it, and then I guess it was like, it was, oh, you got to get the whiz. So there it is.
0: There's the whiz, honey. My Did you get baby with, like, just woke up.
1: Peppers and stuff like that. Uh, I don't like anything spicy. I got the green peppers and like onions and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got I went that route, but I didn't do like anything with any actual What's kick wrong, to it. Cole?
2: You don't like you don't like the spicy. I, I don't want to knife You don't want a
1: knife
0: and fork and doing it. You don't want the spicy. <laughs> Why don't you just suck a bottle, you stupid baby? <laughs> oh, wow, Jeez. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've got a sensitive stomach.
0: That was my baby. There goes the over. baby. I love you. Hey, little baby. baby.
1: Hi. Keep on keeping on, Oliver. Fight the good fight.
0: Hey, I just woke up. You know. <laughs> Pretty weird.
1: Cute little that's baby. Well, Thanks. now that we've taken on Boys to Men and Cheese Wiz, oh, yeah. uh, let's talk about. Uh, we're smack dab in the middle of summer movie season. It really is kind of starting. We're towards the middle. When you get past Fourth of July weekend, Who I guess, it's when you get there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Jurassic World is breaking. All sorts of box office records. Yeah, but so did Inside Out, in a sense, Ugh. which got overshadowed by the fact that Jurassic Park made 100 million in the second weekend, uh, as well, and took them off of their 14 movie in a row winning the weekend streak for Inside Out. Right. But it made 91 million, which is the most money ever for an original like non sequel movie. So that's getting kind of like <laughs> pushed to you the background. Inside
0: Out? Yeah, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. Is it? It is so good. I cried five different times and very different kinds of cries oh wow mm-hmm.
2: what were any of them a laugh cry
0: uh they yeah they transitioned because pixar's good at manipulating you so yeah. you're so sad and then they say the funny thing and you're like <laughs> oh yeah
1: was there a, well, oh, was, was there a battle cry
0: <laughs> yeah right at the end <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be good uh
0: yeah i, I saw it i man.
1: saw it last night too and i thought it was pretty did you amazing. not cry uh, I, no, I got a little, uh, misty. misty, but I didn't, I think because everybody's like a lot of people told me, Oh, you're going to cry. It's really, really I saw, so I was prepared for
0: it. I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't even seen a trailer,
1: but do you need, I mean, is
2: it one of those things that like if you have kids, you're definitely yes. going to cry yes. and if you don't have kids, but you're just a good person,
0: you might get, misty. you might
2: get misty, right? You don't have kids, right? Cool. I don't have kids.
1: Yeah. So I just got misty. Yeah. yeah. I'll be the same way. It the math. <laughs> um, and then, did you see the short film before It Lava? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I felt like the audience eventually bought into it, but there was definitely a little bit of snickering when it started. Like, Why? well, I mean, my audience it's was in about. I mean, it's like about a volcano, a person- yeah, but, personified but volcano. But like, like, people like people most really know that
0: animated things are about a personified something XYZ. Yeah, yeah. I could. No, I thought volcano. it was adorable. I
1: thought it was really good. But like, I could definitely at first heard some snickering. But then when it was done, like the people were like, "All right, we're into it."
0: It got Um, me. I just hated thinking about how long they waited to fall in love.
1: I tell you. Let's not spoil the Pixar short. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but the movie itself I thought was pretty great. Really got a lot of emotional heft to it. Um,
0: It's really good. I mean, it's kind of even... Also, I'm dumb talking about it because it's Pixar, and obviously it's good, the reviews, but really it was one of the most emotionally intelligent movies I've seen in a long time, and I think it's really cool that kids will see that and get to think about... Their feelings, like I mean, it's all just about inside someone's head, inside a kid's head, and the way things are changing so quickly. And I am excited that I get to show my baby that someday.
1: There you go. Well, if you want to go the opposite of intelligence, Jurassic World, <laughs> um, which you saw, correct? I did see. It's. Uh, I thought it was fine. Like I enjoyed it enough, but it's one of those movies. If you go down the rabbit hole of thinking about the things that are stupid in it, you'll make yourself crazy. Sort of like Prometheus when that came out. Like all the things that are like, but then, and then this, and then, oh, yeah. Like, don't do that or you'll nuts that is a perfect assessment of jurassic world like i would go see it again i had
2: so much fun but i was laughing at so much stuff that just seemed ridiculous like you know all of a sudden um, did you see it Vanessa? i have not seen it not but it's sp- fine i you don't can- want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it but i feel like just about the i mean the world we're looking at the has, box office yeah. numbers like million seen it, plus plus already. just the just little moments where like you know the kids are there and he asks the eight-year-old you know hey do you you still have those matches in that like, that little fanny pack you have? It's like, why... Okay, we, we never established why this little kid has matches in his bag. Yeah. You know? And it, just little things that just seem so convenient. Well, that- they did cut out
1: the uh, checking into the hotel. Are these matches? Golly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that seemed kind of weird. And, like, the those little balls that they roll around in, I was like, why? how would... How would you ever be allowed to go off course or anything like, you know? <laughs> right. You. I mean, I understand you get to go at your own pace or you get
2: to kind of, you know, oh, I want to stay over here. Are they like there. hamster balls? Yeah. Yeah. But to get outside of like the boundaries and say, oh, screw it. Let's just go down there. Who cares?
1: It's like, Dinosaurs no, that's a care. recipe for disaster. If they can make supermarket cart technology that makes it so a lot goes on when you get past the drive uh-huh, yeah. the parking lot Yeah,
0: that technology is impressive. You Can would... we agree?
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh-
2: <laughs> there was a basket in the in the parking lot as I pulled in to the grocery store the other day and it was just like in the middle of the road and I was like, well, I'll just grab it and I'll you know, keep driving. And I literally grabbed it and I didn't realize one of the wheels had been locked. And it, like, snapped my arm back and left a big dent in my car as Whoa, it, like, went drag- backwards. I was trying to, like, car? drive and then hold on to it and <sighs> drag it, not thinking. <laughs> and then at that moment, I realized, like, oh, the wheel's locked. I should just, like, go. But then I decided to try and muscle it. And so it just kept banging into my car. It's <laughs> oh, got, like, all these gosh. scratches and dents in my car. No. I drive a Ferrari. And <laughs> it's, it was, like, really embarrassing. But... Um, God, man, that, that technology drives me nuts because every once in a while you'll get one. Like, you're not in your car. Yeah. You just go grab it, and it's, like,
0: it's so <laughs> frustrated. Yeah, because yeah. I always think, oh, I should be able to flip a thing on a wheel, you know? I, I guess because I'm used to a stroller. Like, oh, it's in lock mode. You can't do it. You can't do it. How do they undo it? What's going on in those shopping carts?
2: They have, like, a, a, a mogwai in the back.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Just yeah. hangs out. Just hangs out, and they just bring him a cart. <laughs> oh,
1: uh, like, wow. <laughs> Did you know he could do that?
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Gizmos popped up once or twice, <laughs> in the show. Uh, but yeah, but to go back to Jurassic world, like if you if like, you would think that like there's a perimeter of like the docile uh, dinosaurs that the thing would just lock. You couldn't go further. Right. Instead of being like oh there's someone ripped a hole in this fence. Let's keep going. Like it's just things like that that are like I know that are just there for the purpose of like well yeah but if they locked it then you wouldn't have the next segment. And yeah, it's about I it. the set pieces.
2: But or just- or the fact that you know if there is an issue where they have like a breach of some sort or they need everybody to return you know, they just they can hit a button and then the computer takes over and just brings the uh, the the hamster ball back instead of relying on two rebellious kids, right? You know, going <laughs> off into a canyon. Yep. Which again, then
1: the movie wouldn't have been what it was. And the thing that you learn from this movie and every movie like this is that if your parents are going through a divorce, you're gonna probably almost get eaten by dinosaurs. Probably. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's gonna. It's happen. a tough time for a kid.
1: Absolutely. I think also
2: like one of the. F- it was kind of dark, which I really liked. Like it, obviously it's geared towards kids, but there were just some moments like the 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 owner of the park who flew the helicopters. Yeah. And he's like a horrible pilot and but he's trying to learn, you know, or you know, he's flying with the co-pilot and everything and it's kind of comical and funny. And then he there's no pilot, like he has to save the day, so he goes up in the helicopter and you're thinking Oh my gosh, he sucks at flying, but he's going to somehow make Oh shit, no, he, can I swear? I'm sorry yeah, he, you can. He, he, But it's like all of a sudden he crashes And you're like, and he dies And oh. you're like, oh, oh gosh This guy like just yeah. took a turn
0: Those mo- moments in movies are always kind of exciting And shows too, where you're like Oh, this can happen in this world yeah, uh, and you realize it can get bad.
2: Yeah, when they take out like the Hollywood yeah. kind of convenience of it, where you, you, I mean, it's so predictable. You go, oh well, they're obviously going to survive
1: at the end or whatever. But then all of a sudden, like someone your dies. yeah, you got to <laughs> yeah. do that. Well, Jeez. like in like, well, Serenity for example, Whedon was like he killed off Wash, and the reason he did that was like if I didn't, like you just think it was bells and whistles and fireworks and everybody's safe. But if right. all of a sudden kill off some major characters people like will generally be frightened by the sequences yeah. versus like eh, it'll pass well and it forces the other characters to
2: change mm-hmm. and to step up yeah when they wouldn't necessarily step up so i mean i'm all for it i'm all for uh helicopter crashes in movies when you don't expect them <laughs> yeah
0: that's, that's your platform that, <laughs> yeah that's uh
2: yeah that's i'm doing it um uh, a push to get
1: an Emmy nomination. That's wow. really all I'm going to talk about. I
0: think that's great. It's a great soundbite. It's an
1: interesting point of view. You want to put that in every movie. You've got mail.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Tom Hanks dead in a helicopter. <laughs> in a
1: helicopter crash. Yeah.
0: Meg Ryan goes after him
2: and gets cut up in the blade. And then and uh, then
0: you hear the computer. You've got mail. And it's an empty apartment with just that dog. <laughs> Somehow his dog is in her apartment. I would like I it don't if know. every movie. I got to figure some stuff. out <laughs> I would
1: like it if every movie killed off Steven Seagal in the first ten minutes, like an executive Whoa. decision.
0: Do you know He just like shows it up. Is the executive decision. Yeah, he he just, dies. Yeah, off. in the first ten minutes. Oh, I thought you meant it would be an executive <laughs> decision to kill him <laughs> off. I didn't
1: know that was in the just, movie. He just shows up in every movie for ten minutes and then he just gets killed in some way, shape, or form. Rude. It's kind of like when uh, um, Emilio Estevez in the beginning
2: of Mission Impossible. Yep. Gets crushed by the uh, elevator, <laughs> elevator thing. Because
1: you're like, oh, man, Emilio Estevez, he's making a comeback. right? Whoa, Whoa, he's
0: dead. I guess he was in town for the morning. (laughs)
1: It's always weird when, like, I mean, really Hitchcock kind of started that with Psycho when, you know, he killed off the top-billed star in the first 20 minutes. And people were like, wait, what? Like, that, that can happen? And now it's like awesome when it happens and it's unexpected in a film. 10, well, I wonder, would, did they, cause obviously like you
2: could, and, and I, I can't cite a movie, but there have been movies where they bring in a big star that's not really in the movie too much, whether they kill him off or not, but they're using that star's power to in the trailer yeah. to sell the movie yeah. was Hitchcock. Cause I mean, obviously we weren't around them, but when did they, I mean, did they run trailers for that? Did they, were they billing it? When, that well, way? or One the thing they it?
1: did for psycho is it, because back in those days, people would just come into the movies whenever, because they would just kind of run on a loop or whatever, and there would be features beforehand, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon, a newsreel, all that stuff, right? So people would just kind of come in or whatever, whenever, and, like, catch things from the middle, and then watch it again. From, like, we would watch it out of order a lot. Yeah. Whoa. One of the big things they did for that is he said, absolutely nobody will be admitted late to this film. Like, mm. it was this big thing of, like, you have to be there when it starts. So that was a big thing because obviously you know uh, Janet Lee getting killed off 20 minutes in. Sorry, guys. Spoiler from 1960, whatever. <laughs> Psycho. Um, like that was really shocking to audiences because that just didn't happen. And she was top build. It wasn't like what they do nowadays. Half the time you can tell because a big star will be in a movie and it will be like and so-and-so yeah. or with so-and-so. Right. They're not top build when they normally would be based on whoever else is in it. So you know that they're going to have limited screen time. So it's not as surprising when they don't last very long. Yeah. So I kind of wish they would have the balls to just be like, you know, the top line, that person. But doing that with Steven
2: Seagal would be great. Like if, if it's like Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks, you know, like any Tom, Tom Arnold's, you get your, uh, any sort of Tom green, Tom, no, that's Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, coming in, uh, (laughs) any, any sort of Tom or Arnold configuration would be great, but like I I feel like that would just be stupid, but for Steven Seagal, there's something so, like...
0: <laughs> like, you just want to
1: laugh every time that happens, you know? Well, and
0: he would probably work more, because... He well, would... he's
1: supposed to be, like, really awful and very repugnant. Yeah, but... And, like, mean... he, has that, he had that thing where he hosted SNL, oh. and he got really upset. He didn't want to do the Hans and Franz sketch, because they were talking about he's a girly man, that whole thing, and he's just like, I would, I would kick their asses. Like, he took it so seriously. Well, doesn't he
0: have a lot of... Lawsuits against him for bad things against ladies Mm -hmm. Yeah Kill him off, honey
1: (laughs) That would be really
2: funny to do that Cole, you gotta start writing movies like that Please, Cole
0: That's
2: like
1: my one stipulation with the studios (laughs) It would be weird You're like, I will even do this for free as long as In the
0: first ten minutes we're killing Seagal (laughs) We give my
2: salary to Seagal so he can come get killed in the first ten minutes
0: that's a real artist man. <laughs>
1: that's right
0: Oh speaking of artists That's a kind of Wonderful way Have you ever heard Of Jaden Smith Son of Will Yeah Okay uh, Legend says <laughs> <Well. laughs> That's how you set it up uh, what,
2: what is going
1: on Because I feel like I just heard so Something he, about Here's the thing he did Oh
0: this isn't too crazy
1: So he wore A white latex bat suit To Kim and Kanye's wedding And also to his prom Right So which is weird. The, the same suit Yes yeah. The okay. same suit
0: Which so. I respect that
1: but there's like celebrities that will like they won't wear the same like shirt or dress yeah, twice. So wear the same. <laughs> this white is very definitive, suit. right? But then again, like superheroes don't change all the time. It's not like Superman wore the suit once and then went something else. He wore it several times. That's right. You know? uh, so he gave a quote recently as to why he wore that, and it's pretty great. So here's his quote. I wore the bat suit to heighten my experience at the wedding and prom, which was fun, but also at the wedding, I felt as though I needed to protect everyone there and needed to have the proper gear to do so. I'm just expressing how I feel inside, which is really no particular way, because every day changes how I feel about the world and myself. I like wearing super drapey things so I can feel as though I'm a superhero, but I don't have to necessarily wear superhero costumes every day. My style icons are Batman, Robin, Nightwing, (laughs) Superman, and Kanye West.
0: Give this kid a microphone! (laughs) We've given this kid a microphone. I mean, that's all exactly what it is. It's so funny. I know so funny a, to his, hear. he
1: should put an album out. It should be called Couple Cups Crazy. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, talk about a weirdo. <laughs> like- yeah. Can we just
2: lock him in a room with, like, video equipment and just let him just churn out so much content for the rest of our lives like it, like we'll just, just checking have enough just in with just yeah. On that weekend. yeah just a little yeah. podcast checking yeah. in with jaden just to see what the he's crazy thinking.
0: thing about stars is all the twinkling also i'm into scarves right now <laughs>
2: like, okay <laughs> and also i feel the need to protect everyone
0: but not like in a real way have you guys had sugar as a food <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what, how old is he? He's like 14 or 15. I think right? that's right, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in his mid teens. I love that, like, you know, most teenagers think they know everything, yes, you know, yeah. but I think a lot of teenagers probably, even though they feel that way, that maybe deep down they kind of know they don't, you know, but it's just like more of a rebellious thing. I think he thinks he knows everything.
0: Oh, 100%. I feel like he's got really, you know, powerful, smart parents, and yep. they have made really, probably, independent, cool kids at a point and then it went too far where it was like no you know you're the best like i feel like they've been so they have hype men living with them like say it do it do it you're the coolest yeah and then they like you can just read this quote and it feels like a 10 year old talking instead of a 15 year old with no self-awareness
1: i feel like jaden smith is not the hero that we deserve (laughs) but he's the hero we need (laughs) You know (laughs) I'm crying
0: One of my five guns (laughs) My eyes
1: are only misty Yeah (laughs) You
0: don't have kids Someday Uh, Battle cry (laughs) Yeah
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just like I mean we all If you look back at photos Of any of us at Certain points in our lives You're like What was I thinking You know Like there's
0: I'm I'm so so glad There was not Twitter And Facebook When I was in my teens Yeah I wouldn't have said that But I would have been like I don't know this Mickey shirt's pretty cool I guess (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you guys like horses. A, I do
1: definitely a day in junior high where I was wearing a Joker shirt and purple pants. That happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but at the time, I was like, I hey, whatever. These pants are cool. They're purple. Whatever. Not a Joker. All right. I really like kind of feel like you can still get away with it. Yeah, now, yeah, no, now, especially like you have the East confidence size. to
2: get away with it now. Right? now. Back then, you're just stupid. Yeah, you know, we like as a kid, we just don't know. But now, if we we do it, we're pulling it off with extreme self confidence.
0: What would your uh, dream outfit in middle school have been? Yeah. <laughs>
2: You know what? I, all I wanted cuz like I, I was a bigger kid, all I wanted was that's a nice way of saying fat. Oh. I I just wanted to wear like overalls like the other kids did and not look like a fat farm guy. Oh. <laughs> or wear like a vest, like there was like guys would wear like leather vests and like a white t-shirt or something look? in Arizona. It was just stupid, but um and I would try that stuff on and it would just look horrible. So that oh. that was like my dream outfit was to just look like like a Z Cabarici shirt, I wanted that so bad, but they didn't make it in my size. Oh. So I was like, all right.
0: Well, it looks good on the other kids. I guess that's enough for me. Yeah,
1: it's not motivation enough for me to lose the weight. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I'll look back at photos and I'll be like, oh, I really wish I had that shirt still. Like, oh yeah. Like, there's a photo of me wearing like a denim jacket and a Roger Rabbit t-shirt, and I'm like, ah, that Roger Rabbit t-shirt is pretty bad. Wait, well, yeah. you
0: recently posted a shirt? You was a little adorable person with a really cute. Oh, it was Mister Mr. Mr. Roger shirt. shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's I some love of those that. shirts when
1: I'm like five that I was like, that's that's baller. Come because on, those cool. are like
0: those ringer tees that are so cool yeah. and adorable. Oh. I had a
2: um, so I went to let's see, so you know the band White Snake. Yep. Yes. Okay. Here I go again on my own. It was mm-hmm. like a big song. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to listen to White Snake, but like I would still sneak a listen all the time. <laughs> and then we were at the mall, and um, there was a lip sync contest from the, the Candy Bar uh, O Henry. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. That, that was Candy yeah, Bar, right? Yeah it was. So they were putting on this lip sync contest in the mall and it was like a regional thing and then the winners would go to like Chicago for the national finals or whatever. And so my parents were like, Hey, you should go do the go do some lip sync. And I was like, Yeah, and I walk up and I told the guy, I go, You got white snake? He says, Yeah. And so I'm out there ready to sing, and I realize, oh, crap, my parents and, like, my whole family's out there, and they don't know I listen to this song. Like, I would have killed this song. Oh. So I went back to him. And I said, I actually can't sing this song. I said, can you do a different song? Oh. And the guy's like, how about uh, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, which I'd only heard, like, once. <laughs> I was like do it. So I get up there and obviously I don't know the words and so I just started like I put my arms out like in a T and just started spinning in a circle. How old are you? I was oh gosh, that was late 80s so I was maybe like 12. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like 10 to 12. And so I'm doing all that. I was probably closer to 10. But I'm, I'm singing and, you know, lip-syncing and doing this thing, and it was just horrible, and, like, people are, like, laughing at me and everything, and which I took as, like, they're laughing. It was so good, yeah. you know? But I got a T-shirt out of it, and it, it had the O. Henry candy bar on it with, like, this rock star, like, lip-syncing. Ooh. And, like, I wore that every day, and I wish I had that. I was so stupid, I was, like, waiting for the phone call to go to Chicago. Right. I was like, oh, they're going to call but I wore that shirt every day. I wish I had that shirt again.
0: <laughs> I would love to walk into a mall and see, like... Uh, bigger hey, kid spinning around on a <laughs> yeah. stage, to it's man, man in, in the mirror. mirror. <laughs> I really was like, "Whoa, okay, that's happening." Yeah.
1: Right now. Hey, Josh. It's pick uh, <laughs> up the phone. It's me. It's Henry. Yep. It's Henry. Whoa. Hey, Henry. <laughs> yeah. Of, oh, Henry, fame. <laughs> oh, oh, Henry. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, saw your tape. Dynamite stuff, kid. <laughs> Thanks. We're sending Thanks you straight here. to Chicago. Yes. We got a deep dish pizza for you. How do you feel about Whoa. deep dish pizza? I you
2: don't know. know? I kind of like uh, using my hands. Hands. Uh, Goodbye.
1: <laughs>
2: <Click>. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I had a lot of clothes that I wish I still had. Like there was a shirt that my mom gave me. It was like, an, like a button up Oxford shirt. But it had like uh, golden retrievers on it. Like ooh. big golden retrievers. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. If I, if I found a picture and saw it now, I'd be like, oh, God, no. But I was so embarrassed to wear it at first. But then I finally wore it and I realized I actually looked it looked good on me and I got a lot of compliments on it. So then I just wore it all the time. But now I don't know where it is. It would like be a really cool shirt for a hipster now,
0: <laughs> right? I didn't have that many good things. I I mean everything was pretty bad. Pretty pretty bad. A lot of really big t-shirts with I mean the one that's like burned in my memory is the zodiac with Minnie Mouse on it. And Wait,
1: the Zodiac Killer? What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> like
0: astrological art with Minnie Mouse. I don't know what that was about. And then I had my favorite shirt, and I do wish I still had this, was it was a Miss Piggy shirt, and it was uh, Miss Piggy's lingerie store, Victoria's uh, Secret, and it had all these puns all over it, and it had Miss Piggy in like a bustier, and I just oh really God. loved it. Uh, and I don't. I don't know why my mom let me wear that. I was like a chubby kid wearing a Miss Piggy and lingerie shirt. Right. What is going on with your (laughs) 12-year-old? But I really, I really thought I looked good in that.
1: I had a Wayne's World shirt that was like a fake tour concert shirt. So on the back, it had like their tour dates like on it.
0: You had actual cool things.
1: And it was was like, it it would say like, you know, like Wembley, Budokan, like with like, then like, (laughs) like slashed over with Hannah Rand, like sha as if, like getting fan in the back and stuff. Oh, I thought that shirt was pretty badass. I wore that fuck out of that thing. You could, you could probably
2: find that on eBay. It's, probably. It, that does seem kind of fun. Probably and cool. around there. I had a, a karate, it was is it a, a gi, is that what they're called? Like the yeah. karate outfit, but it was red and it was silk. I wore that to school. <laughs> really? I, Did you do karate? I, I, no. I don't. But they, but they I, thought he might be able to. Yeah. No, I, I convinced people. I,
0: Were you always funny? I mean, were you a funny... Like, was that your personality at school?
2: Yeah, but I I also would, like, try to convince people... I don't know. I loved loved Andy Kaufman and stuff, Mm -hmm. so I would always try and fuck with people. But it was never like, oh, I'm going to mess with these people. It's like I truly wanted them to believe that I was in 21 Jump Street and, like, I was a cop. (laughs) But I was, like, nine. You know what I mean? Like, it was things like that. I just... I would try and get them to believe things So I, of course I tried getting them to believe I was in karate I'm like well I didn't have anything to wear So I had to wear this I'm going to work out after school But I <laughs> don't dojo. wish I had that yet. I'm going to the dojo Is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah of course they are That's what it's called I, I, I,
1: work I own out there. it
0: I'm 52 uh, <laughs> Anyway I gotta go to Curse of Clowns
1: Well you're good at getting people to believe things yes. Like your character in The hey Walking yo. Dead See what I did there I see what you did there uh, so, you, which season did you come in? officially was it four? Five, four? Okay. Yeah. Towards the end of four. Towards the end of
2: four, and then uh, right now the show is uh, filming season six. Six.
0: Had yeah. you been a fan? Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is like the best job. I mean, I have a comedy background. You know, I do yeah. improv and stand up and that sort of thing, and I've done a bunch of sitcoms or whatnot. So I never expected to be on a drama, let alone like the biggest drama in the world. Yeah. And and my favorite show. So like this was a dream come true. It was incredible.
0: It's amazing. Yeah.
1: So when you auditioned for Eugene, um, how did you like, cause it's a pretty extreme character in a lot of ways, yeah. you know, like it's, it's very comical almost in a lot of ways, but that's, I think what really works for it. How did, how did you sculpt the character? Like, well, how did you make your initial take on it?
2: Well, with, with that, it was, it was interesting because what they, they kind of did so much work for, for you. Like, when you get an audition, you have to kind of create a character from scratch most of the time. Mm -hmm. You might find out that the guy's arrogant because he lived a privileged life growing up or whatever. And it's like, that's all you'll get. So you have to fill in a lot of gaps. But the information that they gave me, like, filled in all those gaps for me. So really all I had to do was just kind of walk in and and do what they asked to do, asked us to do. And it just kind of came really easy as, as kind of complex and... I think there's a lot of confusion with this character and and he doesn't really know who he is he's looking for his identity and there's all that th- those sorts of things um, you know it was still really simple to kind of pull off and so um, one thing that they really uh, were stressing is that the guy is uh extremely smart and uh, has is very acerbic and Likes to cut people down, and I started thinking about my brother a lot, who's the same way. Like he's like a member of Mensa, and just like one he's not Aspergery, but like he kind of leans that way. My brother and I just thought, oh, this is this, that's Eugene right there. So I would just do an impression of my brother, <laughs> nice. for a lot of it, and it was uh, it worked out. Yeah,
0: your brother just made you hit pay dirt, honey.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he hates that I say that because he was also so he's like a travel writer but at the time he was working at Costco because he had been working there forever and he gets great benefits and all that stuff but um he was living in San Francisco and he had most of the people in his warehouse convinced that he was Russian huh. and like so he would speak with a Russian dialect everyone in my family's crazy whoa but um so then when people started recognizing me and then putting two and two together and, and then finding out that I'm doing this like an impression of my brother he was calling me getting pissed oh was my like, god! stop telling people that because <laughs> all these people in my work think I'm Russian and I have to keep the lie going
0: why was he doing that just the just same reason you the same the same way I gi? show
2: up to school in a karate outfit yeah
0: when did this start how many is it he your only sibling
2: no there's six of us um I don't know he's all, we've all always kind of just fucked with people <laughs> but he he would yeah
0: did you guys ever team up on a, a head fuck <laughs> yeah so we would yeah. oh wow <laughs> I'm
2: really all the sorry time for the way
0: those words You went could take together. the fifth
2: you could take the fifth <laughs> yeah. late night head fucks <laughs>
0: but i mean did the kids all ever work together on shenanigans
2: oh yeah we i mean it, it all kind of started with my mom she would mess with the kids but she would always have some of the kids with her to kind of gain their trust to go mess with another kid so that she could then fuck over the kids that she's
0: Whoa, I love their trust. her. Like
2: she's she loves pulling pranks and that sort of thing. Like we would come home from school and she'd be laying in the on the floor and she'd have blood capsules that she's popped out of her mouth. Are you
0: serious? <laughs> and
2: try and pretend she's dead. Yeah. And so like we would come home and like we knew she was kidding, but we would say, you know, get up mom and we'd just like step <laughs> over her and go about our business. But she would continue to lay there until it got to the point where we thought Maybe oh, it's not a maybe joke. Maybe it's not a joke this time. And then I love that there
0: get. are enough times to Oh yeah. Recall the other it would go Mom that, that like, would go Dad. for
2: like an hour. <gasps> you know? She but that's kind of where my level of commitment with yeah, things. To like, the bit. Yeah, you just you really have to commit. You do. Do you
0: have any I'm just really excited by this. Do you have any examples of her getting the kids to turn on each other like that? Like what kind of pranks are we talking here? She
2: well The the worst thing that she ever did. (laughs) It
0: was not playing dead with blood capsules. No,
2: like, so she was five or nine months pregnant with my little brother. And, you know, I was like four or five years old, and I did something bad. And she brought me into the kitchen with my older brother. And um, she said, okay, well, you know, you know what you did was wrong, and I'm going to punish you. Do you know what your punishment's going to be? What should it be? And I said, I don't know, I should be grounded or stand in the corner or whatever. And she said, no, I'm going to kill your little brother. And she sat on a stool, and she said to my older brother, like, hand me the knife. And he had a retractable knife, like a toy. But I didn't know it was retractable. What? And oh she just God. started jamming it into her stomach no. and screaming.
0: What is your mother's background? Um, was she a stay-at-home mom?
2: Yeah. Just
0: scheming all day? She's just bored, I think.
2: <laughs> just looking for ways to entertain herself. But I think that with that whole thing, stuff like that, that she, um, I mean, it's...
0: Did you cry?
2: Well, of course. Like, you know, I didn't, I wasn't laughing, but then once she tells me, hey, it's a, it was a joke, I, I realized what it was. I was like, oh, okay. Then it became funny.
0: Oh, so that's a funny thing to do. People, people <laughs> gotta say, go oh think my about gosh, that, how
2: traumatic that must have been. And And sure, maybe, but... <laughs> That was every day something like that. So it was never like, "Don't ever do that again." It's
1: like, "Oh, mom got me again." Yeah, you know. So you were already prepared for the gore on Walking Dead, then? Yeah. See, so I was like prepared this. with all this stuff. Thanks, this mom's.
0: I got this. This is
1: easy. She, she
2: had this like half mask. It was like it was like if you poured acid all over someone's face, and it was just like the skin was melting off. And so it's just a half mask that went over, kind of covered your nose, but left your jaw exposed. And then she would get, like, this blanket and hunch over, and she had a cane, and she would just sit there quietly in the, in the hallway until you came around the corner, and then she would say, like, make me a sandwich, and you're like, oh, my God, like, it would just freak you out, and, like, you didn't know that she, she had that mask, like, she just went out and got it, and so then you're like, oh, you're freaked out, and then she's like, okay, shut up, shut up, go get your brother, so I'd be like, okay, Zach, uh, go uh, go go to your room, and pick up your toys or whatever and then he'd have and then I'd then get to watch the yeah <laughs>
1: it was I, like that. I feel like my mom just like Drove me to soccer practice.
0: I know. We never had a death prank that I can remember in my house. Well, my, our thing was
2: like, you know, no, you can't. We can't join Little League or anything. That costs too much because Mom spent all her money on masks. And,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mom's been working in the prosthetic shop all night. So.
1: <laughs> Mom had to buy latex. <laughs> so Whoa. you're uh, you're in full uh, mullet mode currently. Mm-hmm. Um, Rock. I'm kind of liking it. I'm kind of yeah. thinking about keeping it. Because when we first nice. met, I had blonde hair. Yep. A lot of people don't know that yep. I'm blonde. But was it a mullet hair, as well? No, it was no. just kind of longer. I think. Yeah, shaggy and everything. How have you dealt with having the mullet in your personal life? Is it been, it's very distinctive. I mean, it's very distinctive. So I'm assuming people approach you a lot. Yeah, they do,
2: and that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, it's just like new and mm. everything. So, um, I think. Um, well. So, like I said, I was blonde, and I think between the first time I was on the show and the next season, you know, I was doing these conventions and everything, and I went back to blonde. And, you know, you do the conventions, you meet the fans, but, like, the fans would look at you and, like, who's that guy, Mm. you know? Right. So now when I do the conventions, I just, you know, in between seasons, I just keep it, just because why not? Right. You know, that way they're not like, what, who's that? It does work on you. Thanks. It
0: really does.
2: Really? Should I get I some think, overalls? and?
0: I don't yeah. think so. The vest. Get the vest and the overalls. Yes.
1: <laughs> That's the way to
2: go. But it's, it's like a really weird, it's a weird thing. I mean, uh, uh, there's uh, things I don't like about being recognized and stuff, but some of that stuff is controllable, too. Like, I keep the mullet. So yeah. if I didn't want it, I would just cut the mullet. Right. But or it's pretty wear long. your
0: mom's wig.
2: Where's Where's her wigs? Yeah,
0: You know, I'm sure she's got some things you she's could borrow. Like, a basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but one of on my that. sisters
2: is locked up in there or something. Put on the We're and it. ask people to make you a sandwich. Yeah, make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll work out. That's a great way to scare
2: someone. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's not like boo. It's yeah. It's something so simple. Well,
0: but even that I feel like is more sinister than a boo because... There's a person in your house with wants. Like a, a, <laughs> it's like a hobo that needs something of you. That's, that's memorable.
2: Give me the train schedule. Yes. <laughs> need to skip town. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> Whoa. Fetch me my knapsack.
0: <gasps> Wipe my mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs> Yikes. Here we
1: go. Um, all right. So you work with Cudlets a lot. Um, oh yeah, on the show because you guys are kind of peas in a pod. You obviously know Cudlets if you are calling him Cudlets. I, I don't. I just that's what a lot of people call him. I wish I could. That guy's amazing. He's great. Um, what's it like to work with him? I, I gotta imagine it's a trip. He's he's just a big dumb idiot.
0: <laughs> and, uh, no,
2: he's I love the guy because he. I feel like he's who I want to be in like 15 years, because um, he's 50. And, uh, <laughs> I just like to remind people of that, no, he's like in great shape and he's just a, a really good actor, but like, he's, he's been in the business for like 25, 30 years. Yeah. And so there's things like I even called him the other day about this other thing I'm working on. And, and I just had a question like, you know, Hey, what, what would you do in this situation? And it's like, he always has a fresh take on things. And, um, it's nice to kind of have that, you know, almost have him be your spiritual guider, uh, the spiritual guidance, you know, because he, he's just been there. He's done that. And, He's just a great guy. And then it's fun to watch him work because he's really intense. And, you know, you expect him to do something a certain way and he'll always surprise you and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, the whole set is is
1: fun to be honest. The most fun production I've ever worked on. Nice. You know. So when he when he beats the living hell out of you on the show, that was that seriously, like, was that hard to film? It, well, it was hard for me because I'd never um, done anything like
2: that. Yeah. But... You know, when you punch someone on camera, your hand is probably a foot or two away from them. Right. But the way the camera's set up behind you and, and the angle, you know, you can't really tell. And the other person's supposed to, like, you know, snap their head mm-hmm. right. when the, with the punch. So, you know, I get thrown up against this fire truck and everything in the scene and I have a back brace on and, and all that. And that none of that hurt. Like, it was all great. The thing that hurt was I actually had to slam my, the back of my head against the windshield. And I did that probably 12 times. And I just needed an ibuprofen because it was, it was rough. But, um, you know, falling face first onto the asphalt, that was a pad with, like, a hole cut out for, like, a face to fall into. So you just go face wow. first without having to stop you using your arms.
0: Was that – have you done a lot of physical stuff in general? I
2: hadn't. But that they actually asked that the stunt person do that okay. one, which I – I was fine with. Yeah, because right? that sounds
0: like a precision yeah. sort of. Move. Yeah,
2: but um, so they bring in this guy who actually looks pretty identical to me. Uh, I was surprised at that, and he had blonde hair, and so he looked. I uh, mean, he not only looked like me as Eugene, but also as me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so they they colored his hair real fast, and they threw in like some extensions for the mullet, and and he went to work, and it was fascinating to watch. You know, this guy who's supposed to be you doing all these physical stunts and everything. And, you know, I'd never done it, and I was happy that he was there to do yeah. it. But I I think there's part of me that wishes I had done more.
0: I think you know. the windshield was enough.
1: The windshield was yeah. enough. Yeah. I had That's it. Yeah. yeah. So being a fan of the show beforehand, did you have a favorite character or two going into it? Yeah, I mean, a few. I
2: think... I mean, I liked so many different ones for different reasons. I mean I loved Daryl because he you know, because of the change that he went through, you know, he was kinda of one of those guys that I didn't really care for at first. I thought he was kind of a punk. Right. But you see a little bit in him, a little bit of good, and then slowly that kinda of, you know, he changed into this, you know, badass warrior who's who's has a lot of integrity and and is sticking up for his, his fellow survivors and that sort of thing. I liked Herschel because he was the voice of reason. He just seemed like a really chill guy. I love Rick because, you know, he was definitely torn within his leadership and and that sort of thing. But I think ultimately I really liked the character Morgan because, uh, who was only in the pilot. Yeah. And then he came back and did another episode in season three where he was locked in the apartment and they had all all the writing on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And he was crazy. And I, and I loved that guy from the, from the get-go probably more so because I just loved the actor. I was like, this guy's good, you know, which makes you end up loving the person yeah. even more. So, Yeah, Lenny James, I think. Lenny James, yeah, British guy. I mean, we got a, a British invasion
1: going on at this mm-hmm. show. Like, yeah. everybody's British. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? But, um, yeah, I really liked that. Who did you like? Uh, you know, what I think is remarkable about the show is they take characters, like you said, like Daryl, that aren't likable at first and, like they go through the zombie apocalypse basically and like you know everything that you were beforehand changes so either it gets blown up like to a point where like you become comical or whatever or you go really go on a journey as a character so like characters that weren't strong or weren't great at first like Carol for example like you know she was just like the the wife who was beat up she you know she didn't really do much early on but now she's like this crazy badass in a lot of ways because her survival skills are like through the roof right. and stuff like that. So like Carol's journey I thought was really interesting. Um, Glenn, I think, has been great yeah, um, from the beginning. Uh, what's and Carol's cool, great what's, what's too. What's cool yeah. about Glenn and I, I even told Stephen Young, the
2: actor, uh, this, you know, because as I'm sure you saw too, like, you know, did you, did you watch it from the beginning yep. when it was on? Like, you didn't like have to binge watch to catch up? No. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. But to see that character kind of be a boy almost, you know, just almost a kid to grow into this like leader, this man. And that's fun to watch. But then to also know that Steven has been, this was like, this is like his first gig, you know? And so he's also grown as an actor and to see those two, like just grow in parallel yeah. was is really interesting to watch, and I, I was talking to him about that the other day. It's like you know, I felt like I've known him forever just because I get to I, I saw him grow as I was watching him grow. Nice, that's you know? so
0: weird, yeah, and cool. Like what a what a thing to watch, yeah. yeah, and what a great coming of age for an actor. Well, yeah, him and, and Chandler that.
1: Riggs, he plays carl like yeah. carl like you know in season two was a joke it was just like where's carl like everybody right, would do that yeah. it was like a drinking game because like carl was always wandering off in an annoying way but now like he's really become a character that you like and you root for earlier on like you don't want people to die on the show but i think in the earlier seasons people were like you can go ahead and get rid of carl, <laughs> <laughs> of baby I, mean, uh, carl. I don't
2: go killing kids but i'll <laughs> turn around yeah go for it
1: <laughs> yeah no and chandler's a really
2: cool guy and like He's he's just a really solid actor too. I mean that's that's the thing that the show has done is they continue to find great actors, you know, um, and then the the material that they're churning out is is awesome as well. So um, yeah, Chandler, yeah, the whole where's Carl thing. I think a lot of that too became, and I haven't talked to anybody about this, but it's just my own theory. Like he's a, a a young man who's in school. Like he tried to. Oh yeah. Stay in school He still goes to Like a public high school Wow And when he's on set You know They have the school teacher He has to You know Be in class or whatever But um, I think while he's still Trying to be in public school And they can't use him as often Like it's just easy To just write him Mm -hmm. away So he can be in class Where's Carl? He's at school Yeah He's in math math class (laughs) Right (laughs) But that's, uh, yeah, it
1: was just, that's just my own theory. I don't know yeah. if that was actually the case they or if they just, just didn't like know what they were doing. sent him off to a private zombie academy. You know what I mean? Military oh, yeah. school. Yeah. Just put him there. He'll be fine. Yeah. He comes know? back just a rebellious teenager, the guy who hates his parents. Right. With a buzz. Dressed but... like Angus Young from uh, ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it with the shorts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The show's just so good. Um, there's, I, I got to imagine there's a million extras because you have a bajillion zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Probably all in different states of makeup and stuff like that, too. Like, how is it really? Is it sometimes frightening to see the zombie hordes? I'm sure there's some that are. You know, CGI'd in and the far reaches of the screen.
2: Oh but, yeah, but like the first episode of season five. Do you watch the show?
0: Mm-mm. I've <laughs> seen enough. My husband watches it, mm-hmm. so I've seen enough. But it's too. I'm too weak. It's, for
2: it. Yeah. I'm too weak. I'm, I'm actually. Even though I watched it, I I don't typically watch horror yeah. shows. Or yeah. I well, there's enough heart scared. and enough
0: character, but absolutely, it's, just it's too not about coming.
2: the the graphic stuff. Yeah. It's about the characters, you know. And that's yep. really what, what I was kind of drawn into. But at the beginning of season five. Uh, last year in the first episode when the characters escaped the train car, I mean, there was just a massive, the herd of zombies coming through and I think that was probably the biggest day I'd ever... Scene. there were probably two hundred, you know, people in various sets of makeup. I mean, the people closest to the camera are going to have the more detailed, you know, latex stuff, and then people in the very back literally just have a mask. And you look at it and you go, "This looks ridiculous!" Like you are obviously wearing a mask, but on camera, when they're so far deep in the background, you can't tell that it's a mask, and it just looks Ugh. great.
1: And then on top of that, they add the CGI, and it's it just looks amazing. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's, and, like, yeah, I'm not very good with gore. Like, I'm not a fan of it. And there are times in the show I'm like, come on. <laughs> right. But there are people that watch the show primarily because they are fans of the zombie genre and of horror stuff and like right. that stuff. So yeah, it's like, married
0: people really well. I mean, yeah. I feel like... I, I could, if I wasn't so affected by gore, I would really get into it, but I have friends that are into it that are on both sides of the spectrum, like, have never watched anything gory, and they're like, for this, I do. And then also the horror fans. Right. That, and that's so cool to have have such a mainstream show that's doing that.
2: Yeah, you know? it really brings everyone together, and it's, yeah. um, I mean, we we were watching it with friends every Sunday, and if if you couldn't make it, we were talking on Monday morning to re- recap and everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like, and I, I don't think I've ever done that with another show yeah. or... Or anything in yeah. the past. And I was really kind of... You, know, you expect people to die. There's always a body count every season. People go. Right. If, they're, if they didn't, like, there would be no danger.
0: Yeah, the show wouldn't make um,
1: sense. And then it's, there's certain people that you, know, you feel are untouchable, but they probably aren't. Uh, but I was kind of bummed when Tyrese went... Because, well, one, I loved him on uh, The Wire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuddy is, like, my favorite character. So yeah. I was, like, when he came to the show, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. this is so great. But, uh, yeah, there's certain people you, you kind of feel like it's inevitable. And, like, I, I don't read the comics, and I try to stay away from that from for the spoiler aspect of, like, certain people let me know go. And I know right. that they've deviated in certain ways, and there's characters that don't exist in the comics that are big in the show yeah. and vice versa and all that. So I know it's not going to be exact, and, and this is also a chance for... Kirkman and Coda do kind of whatever they want on the show. They can deviate as much as they want. Yeah, well,
2: Kirkman definitely wants the show to be different. Um, and there are things, our, our current showrunner, Scott Gimple, who took over in season four and is amazing. And in fact, going comedy back, guy. comedy guy, yeah. yeah his, his wife is an improviser and, um, you know, has just been in the comedy world. He does improv himself. Um, Friday 40 with Dave Holmes. Yeah, that show just, the, the guy's hilarious, but he's just an amazing writer. But what. I went back and, like, looked at all my favorite episodes, and I was, like, curious, oh, who wrote these? It turned out the my two favorite episodes were both written by Scott Gimple. Oh, wow. Yeah. It just so, I mean, the, the, the one with Morgan in the apartment with mm-hmm. all the writing, and then the other one when they killed Sophia coming out of the barn uh, was right. also written by Scott Gimple. Wow. So I'm, I'm just, like, blown away, you know, that, that this is the guy running our show, and it's awesome, but the thing that, that that's great about him is he was such a fan of the comics before... Mm-hmm. He ever even worked on the show. And so he just wants to do the comics justice, but he also knows the storylines so well and how he can change them. Like the storyline with Eugene, and I don't mean to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but when Eugene reveals that he doesn't know how to stop the apocalypse, um, he... In the comics, it's there's like a walkie-talkie that Eugene has that he's like communicating with some people in Washington D.C. and then Rick's like, "Let me see the walkie-talkie." And he's like, "No." And there's a struggle and the walkie-talkie falls down. We see there's no batteries in there and then Eugene gets his ass kicked by Abraham because Abraham's been protecting Eugene. Gimble says there was so much more we could have done, we could do with this storyline, so that's why they made it into this bigger thing on the show. And it's like that's. That's what I enjoy about it. It's like knowing what the comics are and loving them, but also knowing that in different stages you can do different things with the show. In the comics, Rick is missing his hand. Well, you can't do that. I mean, you could do it on the show. They gave that to to Merle. Yeah, (laughs) but it's very expensive. The guy's got to, you know, like if, if, if Rick needs to climb up on top of a bus... And, and survey the land or whatever. Like you don't need to draw every frame yeah. showing him struggling with one hand to climb up. Yeah, on, and on top the show, of it. it's like you well, this is draw. kind of
0: a so plot point now that right. he has to scurry right. up there with one hand. <laughs> yeah. So
2: that's why that's why they gave the the missing hand thing to Merle, and uh, which uh, turned out to be awesome. He ended up having like a blade on the end of it, to use it to fight. Like it was just it's just really cool how they change things and and they continue to also just make up storylines that fit the show. Um, that aren't necessarily in the comics, and there's so many characters on the show that aren't in the comics, and that sort of thing. And so, like you said, any character could go at any time. I mean, yep. I know Eugene is still alive, but I don't count, you know, on that at all. Right. right. I'm ha- look. I'm happy
1: he's alive <laughs> in the comics, but like, I, I know well, I could go at any minute. Yeah. Because you know? I know there's definitely a thing for actors earlier on where they would like they didn't know, and then they would get that call or they would get that script, be like, well, right here it is. And yeah. You just have no idea. You think you're in it for. I think everybody realizes that they could go at any time, but you're hoping. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, they've killed people on the show that are still alive in the comics. And, you know, it's, it's things like that. You just never know. And um,
0: Did you know your character was a fraud at audition?
2: Um, well, the way they did the audition was um, they write fake sides. So mm-hmm. there's nothing in the, um, like, I didn't even know who I was auditioning for. Oh, wow. I think the name was like Wayne or something like that. But they just give, like, the first audition was I was talking to a girl. We were both backstage about to give this big presentation in front of, like, the world's top scientists mm. and about some, you know, medical breakthrough we just had. And I'm backstage talking with her, and I'm, like, berating her and, like, telling her how stupid she is. And then, and then I try and sleep with her. Like, it's, nah. like, this weird, complex thing. But um, then for the callback, I talked to Scott Campbell, and he told me who the character was. And at that point, I knew who... You know, I'd known who Eugene was, yeah. and so I said, "Oh, yeah, and he was lying about mm-hmm. having the cure and this." He's like, "Oh, okay, yeah." So you know, oh, that's <laughs> but that um, yeah, they just make up the sides because they don't want you playing any sort of they, number one. They don't want storylines getting out, right. but they they just there's certain things that they're looking for within those uh, the audition material.
1: That's smart so yeah. great i mean i'm so glad the show's still kicking ass and getting better and better as dude it, it keeps getting bigger i don't yeah. know how i mean it's crazy uh, i mean I, I i i like a lot of people a couple episodes into season two were like i'm not sure when i got kind of sleepy and became kind of character, like so drama-y and no zombie for a while mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of jump ship them including my wife for a little bit then she came back in when i was like no yeah. no no, it, it amped back up and then it got great. Um, and it wasn't bad in that time it just like dialed down like, right. in a lot of ways and I think that's why people were like oh, no, oh, I want to see a horde of zombies ripping people apart uh. yeah. um, but now it's just like it's such the perfect mix of like there's a- there's enough action to- if you want action it's there but there's oh, yeah. a lot of pathos and drama and stuff I think
0: and- I'm almost ready to try again I just gave <laughs> up Game of Thrones for all the same reasons uh, this season I couldn't I couldn't handle it I, was li- like, I wasn't watching any of it my head was covered so maybe I have more room for something else maybe. but I. I was pregnant and on bed rest, I was so bored because it was horrible and John was trying to convince me, like, I think you're going to like it now. Because I'd watched it in the beginning I was like, I can't, I can't. And so I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, I think you'll I, the character's so great, you're really going to get into it. And I was like, okay, well maybe I'll be in there. And he, like, turned it on and I heard ah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> No, I'm
1: not ready. Yeah, there's definitely... <laughs> And people don't meet their maker quietly. You know what no. I mean? Like, it's usually pretty awful. And, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's very graphic. Sometimes it's, you know, off camera enough, But sometimes it's like, nope, that person just got ripped to shreds. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. That's going to happen. Uh, well, let's do first. Yeah. Uh, it's a different first from ever uh, from life. This is, what was the first movie monster that you can remember that really scared you? Jaws.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jaws
2: just, I mean, still, it has an impact on me. Like, even even watching it now, I go, I know it's fake, you know, and you can see the the fact that it's a robot and everything, but I still don't like going in the water.
0: Did your mom ever do a shark prank?
2: Uh, she <laughs> bit my leg off once. <laughs> 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 that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know in my sleep she put a fake leg on and that's the one that she bit off. No, um, she, I don't know that she ever, like, if we ever had fears or anything like that, that she would... To like
0: to take on. advantage yeah. of. <laughs> uh, she would
1: just create her own. <laughs> you, know? I don't like that. <laughs> you, you don't like clowns? I'll be right back. I got to go to the store. Oh I know. <laughs>
0: How about
1: you, Vanessa? What was yours?
0: I think mine was uh, the bad, the bad gremlin. Stripe. Yeah.
1: Oh gosh, I've... Stripe is scary. Scary. I think
0: it, uh... You got to change your answer.
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't. When you say first, I mean, I don't know in, in, in my life if if I saw Jaws or Gremlins first, but Gremlins certainly had an impact
1: too.
0: Ooh, so scary. Oh,
1: E. T. Sorry, I have several firsts. E. T. Like, was scary. When e. T. is uh, sick in the ditch. I don't like oh. that. No, I don't like.
2: I can't take garbage out at night because knowing like <laughs> E. T. might be in the garage. Like, I, you know I what be. I mean? Yeah. Like E. T. scared the crap out of me. Still, I don't like it. I do not like it.
0: You don't think he's cute at all?
2: No. <laughs> no, he's freaky. Like, I'm sorry. I, I still get scared thinking about it. No, I, just, I hear It was you. like my dad's bathroom... You know, you'd walk around a corner, and it's kind of dark, and you have to walk around the corner just to flip on the light. And I was aw- literally every time I did that, I would expect ET to be sitting oh on my Oh my no, toilet. it's just
0: mom. No, this this <laughs> kills
1: me because, and I've talked about this once or twice in the show. It's like I have this thing like if I get up to pee, like in the middle of the night, it's dark. For some reason, in my mind, I've like worked up this fantasy. I'm going to turn a corner, and there's going to be an alien gray there, like like one uh. of those like you know the bug eyes, yeah, and those grays. I'm just like convinced that at some point I'm going to like look to my right, and there's going to be a gray, We're like 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 bigfoot oh, in the dude, headlights. I just freaked out just thinking about that man Yeah like that's a thing and like some people laugh at me about it cuz they think it's ridiculous no. It's not like it's not like I'm not like afraid of it but in the back of my mind it's like playing there's like eh, I'm going to see that one day and I'm going to I'm going to lose I've it I've always
0: been afraid of a goblin under my bed grabbing my ankles like I still if I have to get yeah. up at night like go wide swing really wide
2: <laughs> cuz they can't reach out that far Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> cuz goblins have limits that makes sense. That makes it
2: sense. may have been after I saw ET so my older brother and I shared a bed and he's 7 years older than I am so yeah. You know that he loved sharing a bed with his little brother <laughs> um but i th- i swore et was under my bed and then he was like he would like reach up and just put the rest Ooh. of his hand on my uh on, oh, on my no. bed on my side and it, what it probably was was just like a fold in the sheet or something but i thought it was his finger Yuck. and i was afraid and i was like steve <laughs> you know like we, turn on the light and he's like no you do it so I'm trying to climb over him because I didn't want to get down on that side like right. like you and the yeah. goblin. He's going to grab you. But as I'm climbing over, he's just like kicking me as hard <gasps> as he can. I'm like taking a beating <laughs> just trying to turn on this light. And, of course, you turn on the light and there's no hand there. In my mind, he pulled his hand down. But, like, I just, <laughs> like, I still freaked. Like, it was so vivid. <sighs> yeah, look, I know it's not real. But it was still—it's still in my no, life. No, it's still so clear. Those things. Is we I'm 37 things
1: years old, yeah. <laughs> and I was like
2: five when that happened.
1: Yeah, I hear you. What was yours? It's going to sound weird because I just—we just riffed this, me and Janet, for rift tracks, and like looking back at the special effects. I don't know why it scared me, but it scared a lot of other people, according to the comments. Uh, the Snake Man and Dreamscape.
0: I never saw scared that. scared the
1: shit out of me. Really? Yeah. So, like, that movie is with Dennis Quaid and Max von Sydow and Christopher Plummer. It's like, the the conceit is that, like, if you go if you die in your dreams, you die in real life. So they send people into people's dreams. At first, like, under the guise to help them, but really, like, to assassinate somebody. You could go Isn't that room, another kill them in their dreams, and then they wake up and be dead. Yeah. Um, and so David Patrick Kelly's character is this kind of, like, weird, like over the top cocky like dream explorer psychopath who like goes in and becomes a snake man like morphs himself into a snake man it's like really crappy claymation effects if you look at it now but fucking scared the shit out of me like well
0: that sounds terrible. i saw it at
1: some like birthday party that'll do it when i was like i don't know 10 or something and like i just remember being just like nope gotta go gotta go home
0: I saw Goonies Too Young at this cool girl's house, Jet. Her name was Jet. I mean, she was That's so pretty cool. cool. <laughs> and her sister, her older sister was watching it, and like we got to watch it with her. And she was used to like watching cool stuff. I was not. And I could not handle Sloth. It was way too scary, and I was stuck there trying to be cool with Jet, and I was losing my mind on the inside. <sighs>
2: how, how old were you?
0: I was probably seven. Really?
2: really? Because I feel like in that movie, Sloth turns pretty quickly. Like he's kind of scary at first, but the the moment they kind of give him the food, like he's great. And he's great. I
0: probably was mentally checked out by then. Yeah. All I remember is being so scared and feeling so trapped and wanting to be cool and knowing it wasn't going to happen that night.
2: Sloth like Chunk though.
1: He did. That's you okay. should have been scared of the Fratellis, like yeah. everybody else. Well, now oh revisiting
0: gosh. the film, I'm no longer afraid.
1: Mama Fratelli, the actress, uh, was and
0: missing Ranzi. part
2: of her... Was that who it was? Yeah. Uh, missing part of her tongue. That scared the crap out of me. And that's Ugh. why she
1: spoke funny. Yuck. It's true. All right, let's do my question segment. I
0: hope I don't uh, offend anyone that is missing part of her tongue by the yuck, but it is a little <laughs> yucky. <laughs>
1: Uh, Movie title translations. Yes. We did this a long time ago. I haven't done this since. So sometimes uh, they'll change a movie title for an international audience into whatever language it is. And when they they translate it back, it completely loses most of the context of it. So these are ten actual weird title translations that, when translated back, become this. So I'm going to read you what it is. You guys are going to try to guess what the movies are. Um, some of them I know
0: the first one because the answer was. Longer. Some of them I
1: make sense. Guess. Some of them don't. Uh, number one, dimwit surges forth.
0: You got this.
1: Yeah, there could be anything.
0: Oh, maybe I'll help give clues. Okay, that works. H two O.
1: Oh my gosh, it's gonna be tough. This one especially is gonna be tough. Uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> close, close. Uh, this is the, from Thailand. This is where it was translated from. Uh, it's the Water Boy. Oh, <laughs> dimwit surges forth. Uh, number two, six naked pigs.
0: <laughs> Imagine the pigs are men.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: And they love to dance.
1: But it's from the nineties.
0: And they magic don't magic. look that good.
1: Wait, are, it, you, are re, you? I've still? got the
0: answers, so i I thought you were doing this clues. with me. I was going to, but then I wanted to give clues. Oh my gosh! Because I wasn't going to be helpful.
2: Uh, 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 six. You can
0: leave your hat on. That was on the soundtrack, which I owned.
1: I have no idea. <laughs> it's uh, it's the full Monty. Oh my gosh! That was the Chinese, the Chinese. The <laughs> Chinese. I forgot about the
2: sixth one. I was only going. For, I was only thinking of five. Of, of the red. five right. Monty's yeah. <laughs> well, If it was five naked pigs. It's
1: obviously, the five. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: They shouldn't have counted that one guy. The right.
1: sixth one. Yeah. 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 See, you know, I wasn't as naked. Uh, number three, Captain Supermarket. <laughs> Uh, There's no way you're gonna guess it. No, I can
0: not Shop smart. Shop
1: s smart. Maybe that'll help you. I don't, man. (laughs) I'm the worst of this. No, Uh, there's no
0: way to play. I just realized that's why I can't even give you clues. It would just be telling you the movie. Here's uh, your clue: Army of Darkness. There it is. (laughs)
1: The Japanese title for Army of Darkness is Captain Supermarket. This one might be a little more obvious. Number four: I'm drunk and you're a prostitute. A pretty woman.
0: No, but close. Well, not really, but it would be a good title. If that was just uh, a serious Nick Cage, drama. Nick Cage. Um,
1: oh, um, Leaving Las Vegas. Yes. Yep. That's the one. That's the Japanese one. This one you'll never get, but it's the best. Uh, Mr. Cat Poop.
0: <laughs> What's that famous part?
1: <laughs> that's what? not
0: helpful. There's like the catchphrase from that movie.
1: Oh God, I haven't seen it in so long. It's the
0: love you or something. Oh, you make me a better you make me want to be a better man.
1: Oh yeah Jerry Maguire
0: Oh maybe that was that Never mind As Good As It Gets
2: Yep Oh uh, Jack oh Nicholson, oh Jack Nicholson maybe. You make me want to be A better Ooh, person That, that one Yeah yeah
0: Because
2: I'm Mr. Cat Poop <laughs> 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 But what uh, What was it Didn't Jerry Maguire Say something like that too
0: Or was it Well
2: that
1: was you completely You completely You
0: completely And you complete had
2: yeah.
1: me Hello uh, Human Headways Number six down. Son of Devil This cracks me up because why you would ever name it this. Uh, you'll know where you'll get
0: Schwarzenegger. It.
1: Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, oh, Emma twins? Thompson. The they did after that. Junior. Oh, Junior. Yeah. Son of pretty, Devil. Son of Devil.
0: <laughs> Wait, was that Arnold Schwarzenegger was pregnant? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, Dan- I didn't know Danny DeVito was in that one. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to see that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Because well, Son of Devil. Son of Devil. It's the Son of Devil.
1: Where, where, where was it? What, what country was that from? China. Oh, of course. <laughs> this one is, I don't know why, but... Hey, where are the babies?
0: I can't even get a clue of that. (laughs)
1: There's there's no way. It makes no sense. Uh, But it's the movie that put Vince Vaughn and John Favreau on the map.
0: Vegas, baby! Oh, that's Swingers? Swingers. Hey, where are the babies? Hey, where are
1: the babies? (laughs) Oh, because they were running around calling all the girls babies. Oh, hey, baby. Hey, baby. (laughs) Hey, where are the babies? (laughs) Number eight. Bit of a spoiler. He's a ghost. Yeah. Ghost.
0: No, the best spoiler alert ever. So you shouldn't find this out until oh, the very end. Sixth sense. Yeah,
1: yep. Sixth Sense. The China version was he's a ghost. Wow. They-
0: <laughs> China does not like curveballs. China's not
1: fucking around.
0: China's like, hey,
2: the mom has more than one child.
1: <laughs> uh, number nine. <laughs> Excitement, nineteen
0: ninety five. No will guess it. But if you're digging a, a hole behind a poster, what movie do you think of?
1: It's a very famous film by the original showrunner of. Hawaii. Oh, Shawshank Redemption. There mm-hmm. you go. Well, um, th- th- what does nineteen ninety five have to excitement do excitement? Nineteen ninety five. I don't know.
0: What year did it come out? I think out?
1: it came out in ninety. F-
0: maybe ninety four. Ninety 95
1: is but- somewhere around there. But <laughs> excitement! It's excitement! Let me tell you. <laughs>
0: China strikes again.
1: Six China. And finally, number ten. A twin seldom comes along. Twins. <laughs> Close. Well,
0: well, it was first made with what's her face? Patty Duke. Yeah, and then um, oh, uh, Lindsay
2: Lone Lilo. Oh. Um, uh, Parent was it? Trap? Yep. Yeah. Wait, one.
0: Patty
1: Duke? No, it was no, no, um, It was uh, Haley Mills. Haley Mills. Yeah. yeah. Haley Mills. Sorry, guys. Sorry for the Betty Duke uh,
0: Pollyanna. Ball.
1: That's right. I loved Pollyanna. Me,
0: too. That was sad. It was really so good So sad
2: was it Burl Ives in that too Or something Yeah Yeah
0: It used to come on I didn't Well it didn't come on But my grandparents Would make us a tape We didn't have cable And they made us a tape Of like all the Disney movies And stuff And oh, yeah. that was on there So loved finding that little gym
2: Oh yeah That was a good movie I would go back and watch that
0: Yeah I wonder if it's still good Probably Was it from an age Where I think it would Probably hold up Yeah Unlike my electric grandmother. I don't know. You uh, it's the
1: electric grandmother, and it fucking holds up.
0: <laughs> don't you
1: dare. Don't you dare. Maureen okay. Stapleton, she pours O.J. out of her finger. Fuck off.
0: It's so cool. I was remembering that movie and trying to tell John about it, and he was like, wait, that can't be real. And I was like, she came in a sarcophagus, I'm pretty sure, from a helicopter. And I, I didn't know what to Google because I couldn't remember the name. And then I just Googled sarcophagus, weird movie, uh, magic lady and it was like my electric grandmother and we watched the trailer and it is the most bizarre trailer well it's only
1: like 30 minutes long it's oh based, really yeah it's based on a Ray Bradbury short story oh oh wow I'm gonna Go find to a the kid you don't know
0: yeah it feels like a movie yeah a real show <laughs> uh, these are my questions they're different there's only five of them you're gonna make it have you ever met an Olsen twin no oh. I met
2: I met an Olsen sister though Elizabeth I don't know the one who's in the Avengers,
0: yeah, yeah her. Elizabeth. How yeah. was that?
2: I met her like uh, two weeks ago. How'd it go? Um, it was weird. Like I didn't realize I didn't know who she was. She's but a great. But we were actor. at a we were at a restaurant that I go to a lot, and um, the bartender said, "Hey, you know," uh, and I don't remember her name in Avengers, but but he uh, Maxima or Scarlet Witch, or whatever, yeah, her name something. Is. He said, "Oh, she, she's in there," and. Of course, I'd seen Avengers, but didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, "Oh wow, that's awesome!" He's like, "Yeah, I'll bring her over to meet you." And I was like, "Oh cool!" So then Kay. he, I,
0: I, whoa, we, that's
2: awkward. Yeah, on her way out, like we we said hello and everything, and and she left. She was in town filming something, and then um, this was in Atlanta, and then uh, and then
1: later I had to look her up. <laughs> I didn't know who she You're was, like, huh. and I was like, "Oh okay, yeah, that's her." The flip did she watch Walking Dead. Was she aware of you? No. So it was just like two people meeting each but other. But the
0: bartender was like, I really worked some magic yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood, baby, yeah, right. Atlanta.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I had to look her up, and, that, and that's when I was like, oh, she's uh, an Olsen twin. Cool. In fact, there's she's an... There's adjacent. Br- an, or not an Olsen twin, an Olsen sibling. Yeah. And there's a brother, too. Yeah. Which, isn't that what their clothing line is? Called?
0: Yeah, is Elizabeth like, and uh, James. Yeah. Their
2: names, yeah. I, I shouldn't know this stuff But, I, but because I met I her really I read some stuff. stuff I did that you do Good for you
0: So you redeemed yourself From the no Oh great uh, Mary murder, make love To a vampire, a zombie And a werewolf Like you know how to play the game Or uh-huh. fuck
1: Mary kills.
2: Um,
0: Less romantic <laughs> uh,
2: Well is, is the werewolf um, does, does he change back and forth Or is, it, is he only would a werewolf You be a werewolf
0: When you're interacting He probably on his own time changes that back, but he would
2: always be with with me. It's Okay, so um, I would probably, um, well, definitely murder the zombie. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you know how to do that. You already have the skill set. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would m- marry the vampire,
1: and I would make love to the werewolf.
0: Whoa, it'd yeah, it'd doggy style, give it. Yeah, you know, like a dog. Like you a dog. do
1: realize that if you marry the vampire, the vampire is going to watch you die one day because he'll be there forever. Oh yeah, that's, that's
0: going to be heartbreaking. But maybe they could turn you, depending on which kind mm-hmm. of that's vampire true.
1: lore you believe. That in. could happen. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather be a prop comic for four years and it's all you're allowed to do, but somehow you scrape together a living? I don't. I don't know if you're doing it at the pier which is what i'm imagining for some reason okay but that or a pyramid. butcher for one year
2: oh oh my gosh i would uh take the butcher really yeah because it's only a year yeah the prop comics for four years
0: i know i thought about making them the same length but then i was like well everybody would probably pick prop comic if it was the same amount of time
2: Uh, No, I'd probably still just do butcher Because also you said uh, I'd be scraping together a living And I just like to live comfortably Okay, So if I'm a butcher I probably would be sneaking some uh, Choice meats
0: Yeah, you would (laughs) The butcher's
2: butchers cut What is that called? There's like one, it's like with the flat meat Are you guys meat eaters? I am (laughs) So there's like the flat meat on a, on a cow, but then a part of the flat meat is, is like the – I think it's called like the butcher's cut or something. I'm sure that people are listening to this screaming.
0: Butcher's the, delight?
2: It's something <laughs> that like they they cut and take for themselves. Really? cut up because it's like yeah. the best
0: piece. <gasps>
2: then they go and put whiz on it. They put whiz on it and, on it <laughs> and then – That's uh,
0: how you really pay homage to the animal.
2: <laughs> they eat it with their hands. So, good. It's not a fork yeah. and knifer.
0: Nice. Uh, you're going to build your own TV family with – you're in it uh-huh. and you can – Choose your role in the family. Oh, okay. But you're gonna use a character from Roseanne, and you're using the whole character. Okay, so you can't just be like, I'm gonna take Roseanne, but I'm gonna make her Gina. Like she would be the mom in this world, right? Um, Roseanne, one or er, and one Wonder Years character, and one cartoon character. Oh,
2: okay. Um, well, is this uh, is this gonna be for like a, it's a for your show? Life. I'm doing it for my life, mm-hmm. um, but
0: it will be a show too. <laughs> yeah congratulations uh, bonus yeah
2: so I'm so torn on the Roseanne character because I, I want John Goodman just because mm. I love John Goodman and Dan Connor yeah. Oh, yeah but Roseanne just reminds me so much of my mom just with the sarcasm and everything but also I just had the biggest crush on Darlene whoa I was
0: whoa. a, kid.
2: I, it was a big crush on her so i don't know um i'm gonna stick with with dan connor
0: good idea because also darlene will be in your family somehow so you don't want to have you yeah. don't want to ruin the romance it could be
2: like sure. adopted sibling though Turner, oh yeah,
0: yeah. that's or, like, even she, sexier she make her my
2: mom and then okay but we'll we'll, mm. we'll stick with uh we'll stick with dan mm-hmm. um and then um so john goodman and then the wonder years we'll do uh, olivia Debo, uh, diabo yeah. what, however you say her name the the sister yeah. i'll make can i make her my mom
0: Oh, wow. Interesting casting choice. And now one cartoon character. Uh,
2: One cartoon character. um, uh, SpongeBob.
0: Cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah, definitely SpongeBob, because I feel like it's. Who no longer lives
0: in a pineapple. (laughs) He now (laughs) lives in a suburb. Uh, And this is your final question. Uh Oh. Well, it's actually not a question. I'm sorry. It's uh, a situation. You've angered a wizard, and he is giving you a choice between two punishments. I'm really sorry. Uh, At least I get a choice. That's right. I mean, that's how he feels. Uh, Either you can never speak again. So you could learn sign language, but your voice will never be used again. And you can write things. Yeah. Or you have one reeking zombie rot leg that you're not allowed to cover with pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um...
2: I gotta go. With, I can't speak. I gotta go with that because there's other ways to communicate.
0: That's right. Body I language. Could use my body. <laughs> and I can't
2: use my body if I got a rotted leg. No, it would smell. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. I yeah. think that
0: says a lot for your character.
2: I feel really confident about about my choices because a lot of a lot of times when I would go through these sorts of scenarios, I would like it'd be Fascinate. really torn yeah. back and forth. I'd leave and I'd probably call <laughs> you later. Like I
1: want to change my answer. Right. Can we? You know put a little edit on the end of the podcast. Yeah. Well, you uh, got to go home to your vision board and write the pros and cons of each and yeah. really weigh them. Right. You, know. you
0: don't usually use a vision board for pros and cons. Oh, well, I do. he does. Oh, I do so. not know. i Cole, Cole's
1: known me for a while. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, I'm new. I'm sorry.
1: He's, his board is multi-purpose, multi-use. Wow. A lot of things on it.
0: Yeah. You're one of those.
1: Mm-hmm. He's got recipes up there. There's recipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
1: Bobby Flays. Mostly. Yep. Some comic strips he likes.
0: Bobby Flays. Yeah. Marmody. Bobby Marmody. Filets. That's a great marketing idea for him. Bobby
1: Filet. Oh, just like Filets fillets of By Fish? By Bobby, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if work. you're listening, Bobby, you can have it. That's
1: right. You're welcome. Congratulations, <laughs>
0: man. Well, you yeah. did it.
1: You made it all the way through. Thank you us. so much. Yes. Um, so people watch The Walking Dead when it returns. Do you know the date when it's returning? October. That That's October all I know.
0: Halloween. <laughs>
1: oh, oh. Wow. Well, that would be the end of October.
0: The exact no, if I last ever day. Hear the month. I just have to say that.
1: Oh, you were saying Halloween. I think you just kind of stroke. <laughs> let, me, let me see if this. Let me see if this works. Uh, but it's not coming out in December. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Green Giant <laughs> <laughs> or, or Andrew Dice Clay. I don't
2: know. <laughs> it's 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 usually the first part of October. That's, I, I don't have a specific date. I could guess, but I don't know. Cool. They just released some
1: artwork and it just said October. Okay. October. Cool. So, sometime in October, it could be Halloween. <laughs> but it's not in December, so it won't be. Oh, oh, oh. Or November's. <laughs> <laughs> I love this
0: season. is a game
1: I never want to do again. Uh, also, uh, you're on Twitter. I did that I am People can follow you on there At By Josh your name
0: Mac- Josh
2: yes. McDermott There it is M-C-D-E-R-M-I-T-T I Had to think about that yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're sure Don't <laughs> you're spell converted. it with an O-T-T That's not me Nope It's another guy Some total tool yeah. Too You down with O-T-T? No, that's no, not me I'm not me.
0: I-T-T Yeah, that's me <laughs> You asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so follow Josh in there. We're on there as well. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Josh. Thanks for having me. Guys. What is it like? Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.